Hey guys, welcome to the Fellowship Greenville Students Podcast. This week in middle school, one of our student leaders and high school interns, Ella Grace Williams, shares her God story. The Lord has taken her from a place of striving for perfection to resting in His grace. Listen along as she tells that story. We hope you enjoy this message. Hey guys, uh, for those of you that don't know me, my name is Ella Grace and I'm one of the high school interns here. And today I get the opportunity to share a little bit of my story with you guys and how the Lord's been working in my life over the past couple of years. But um, before that, I just have a couple questions. Dallas kind of stole my intro earlier, but did anybody have a good Valentine's Day? Anybody go out with their, with their boo? Anybody's mom drive them to their date? Anybody uh, have any leftover candy? Anybody? All right, so before we kind of jump into my story, um, does anybody remember the name of Dallas's last series? We can just go ahead and shout it out, shout it out. Good. Let's get some candy over there, some over here, (laughs) and we'll do some over here. All right. Anybody remember some of the practices that we talked about during Dallas's series? Shout them out, shout them out. Good, good, good. See some candy over here. And a little bit over here. And last little bit over here. All right, all right. Good, good. Sorry, guys, that's all I got. That's all I got. All right, so, all right. Y'all remember during Dallas's Atomic Series, we had one week where we talked about the importance of sharing our stories. And I heard from a lot of you guys, and I heard from a lot of high schoolers, Um, after he had shared that and after I had shared my story in high school that um, this idea of sharing our stories is really intimidating for a lot of us and it's hard to um, know kind of how to do that and how to um, go about that. And one thing that I struggled with for a long time with my own story was feeling like my story did not have a lot of value to other people or to God and it wasn't um, valuable enough for me to share. And I just want you guys to know if you're in that place where you feel like your story um, isn't impactful because maybe you haven't had a big, um, a big like come to Jesus type moment or something like that, like your story still has value and it's still important to God and it's still important to other people. And um, choosing not to share your story with other people is not only um, gonna end up being harmful to you, but it, it could also be harmful to someone who could hear your story and um, come to know Jesus through your story. And so if you choose not to share that story, then that is um, that may be preventing someone from coming to know Jesus. So um, just kind of jumping into my story, um, since I was little, I've struggled a lot with a desire for perfection that has stemmed from um, a desire for people to like me and to um, for me to look good to other people. And so in school, I always wanted to look good to my teachers. I wanted to have the best grades and do um, the best in class, and I wanted to help out my teachers and be kind to my friends and always be the reliable friend, the one that people could count on to um, help them and yeah, and, and at home, I, I wanted to be the perfect kid, the one who always helped out my parents and um, helped with my siblings and did chores and always had a clean room and made my bed and all the things. And at church, I wanted to be the kid who knew all the answers and the one that was serving in all the possible ways. And I wanted um, people at church to think that I looked good because I was so spiritual or such a good servant or whatever. 
And this desire for perfection kind of just kept building in my life where every single thing that I did in my life had to be perfect. And it had to be right and it had to look good to other people. And I never, I never cared about looking good to the Lord. I just wanted um, to look good to other people. And so this became this cycle in my life of just trying for perfection and always um, striving for that and working for that. And that was my main goal was to be perfect and to look perfect. And for a while, I kept up this lifestyle. I was able to do it. And um, I was able to have perfect, perfect friends and look good at school and church and all the things. But uh, when COVID hit, I slowly started to lose all those things. My friendships were a lot harder than they were before. I wasn't seeing my friends very often, so it was hard for me to maintain those friendships well. And I was struggling more in school because we were doing online school and I didn't know how how to do that. And we weren't at church, so nobody saw how, how good I looked at church. And so this just became this um, struggle for me, like I had nowhere, no output or no outlet for um, this desire to be perfect. And the Lord began to kind of work in my heart and show me that there was another way to live, that there was an option of grace and one where I didn't have to try um, all the time out of my own desires, but I could try harder out of the desire to work for the Lord. And so after COVID kind of let up a little bit, I came back to FGS and started to learn more about the Lord and his grace and um, how to work out of um, a desire to serve him and out of thankfulness for what he did for me instead of working out of um, trying to please other people or to please myself. So if you guys have your Bibles, we turn to Ephesians 2. We're going to read verses 1 through 10. says, and you were dead in the trespasses and sins in which you once walked, following the course of this world, following the prince of the power of the air that is now at work in the sons of disobedience, among whom we once all once lived in the passions of our flesh, carrying out the desires of the body and the mind, and were by nature children of wrath like the rest of mankind. But God, being rich in mercy because of the great love which he loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ." By grace you have been saved and raised up with him and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, so that in the coming ages he might show the immeasurable riches of his grace in kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing, it is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in in them." This um, passage has been one that over um, my walk with the Lord and especially learning about grace um, has really stuck out to me and been kind of a um, cornerstone of uh, learning about grace and how I can apply that to my life. Um, one of my favorite parts in this is when it says, this is not the work, this is not of your own doing. And for so long, I, I lived in this idea that the things that I was doing were the things that were going to determine how other people saw me and how good I looked. And, and to an extent, that's true. But 
for a while, um, well, I began to learn um, that that there is grace and nothing that I can do is going to make me look better to God and it's not going to make me any more saved or it's not going to make me a better Christian if I do all these things. And so um, the gift of salvation that Jesus had given me and has given all of us is not something that I could uh, work for and it wasn't something that I could earn by anything that I could do. Overall, um, there's three really big things that grace has taught me um, in my life. And the first one of those is that grace puts our identity in Jesus. For so long, my identity was in the things that I did and the um, choices that I made and the grades that I got and all the things that I was doing. And when I began to learn about grace, um, the one thing was my identity was no longer in those things. It was now in Jesus, and it was now in what he had done for us on the cross. And so I didn't have to work hard trying to earn an identity because it was already in Jesus. The next thing is that grace allows us to work out of thankfulness for the cross. In our passage from Ephesians, the last verse is, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. When I was teaching in high school, I got a lot of questions afterwards, and people were like, well, does the fact that I have grace just mean that I stop working and I stop um, trying hard at things and all this? And my response to that would be, no, but the motive of your heart should change to be more of you're working out of thankfulness for what Jesus did for you and out of gratitude. And so that is what pushes you to work hard and do the things that God has uh, put on your heart to do or given you to do. And the last thing is that grace gives us a desire to share our stories. About six months ago, I was um, on a FGS mission trip in Jackson, Mississippi. And one night, the first night we were there, we were sitting in a debrief circle with our team. And I was listening to our trip leader say that he needed two people to share their stories the next day in church. What you guys don't know is about three weeks before this, I had written my name down on this paper called, that said teaching team at the top, and it had three little like spots. And I had written my name down, not knowing what it was. And, and I had texted Rachel later that week and said, hey, what is this? Like, what did I sign up for? And she said, if we need somebody to share their testimony, like, these are the people that will do it. And I was like, okay, uh, like, I don't want to do this. Like, how likely is it that I'm going to have to do this? And she was like, there's a 99% chance that you won't have to do anything. And I was like, okay, sounds good. And so imagine my surprise when I'm sitting in this circle and I'm hearing this guy say, hey, I need two people to share their stories. And then I'm like, okay, well, there was two other people on that team. Like, I'm good. I'm good. I don't, I'm not going to have to share. It's okay. And then he's like, I need a guy and a girl. Well, I was the only girl. So, <laughs> so it ends up the next day I'm sharing my testimony in church. And one of the things that surprised me the most about that was the night before when I was preparing, I um, I, had, I had never taken the time before to think and to reflect on my own story and to write down um, my story, not 
I mean, chronologically and write down all the places where I had seen the Lord moving. And when I wrote those things down and when I wrote out my story and began to process it a little bit, the desire to share that story grew. And I didn't expect that. I was, and I was still very nervous to share my story. But when I took the time to process and to write down my story, my desire to share my story grew. And I think that's true for a lot of us. So I know a couple weeks ago we talked about sharing our stories, and it's, it's crazy intimidating. But I think one of the best things that you can do is take the time to write down your story and write it out and process it and begin to look at what the Lord has been teaching you. And when you do that, your desire to share your story, I hope, will grow. And so that would be my challenge to you guys is to um, take your story of grace and um, begin to share that and to um, let the Lord give you the desire to share that and to be open to opportunities that he has for you like that. Let's pray. Dear Jesus, I pray um, for everybody in this room that, that we would know that we have a story that is worth sharing and that is worth telling and that we would um, be open to opportunities that you have for us to share our stories and we would um, do that boldly and do that bravely. And I pray that you would um, show us the ways in our lives where you have given us grace and show us the um, places where we are we are thinking that we have to work out of a de- out of um, a desire for perfection, and you would show us that um, working out of thankfulness for what you've done for us is so much better. Uh, we love you, Amen.